Welcome to Storytime Revolution. We are going to be starting the day with face-to-face, praying the scriptures for intimate worship, morning affirmations. These morning affirmations are modeled after the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the glory and the power forever. So the eight forms of adoration are conf- the eight forms of adoration are confession, renewal, petition, intercession, affirmation, thanksgiving, and a closing prayer. And Kenneth Boa has outlined those in scripture. Starting with submission to God, we submit ourselves and our life to you, O God. In view of your mercy, O God, may we present our body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you, which is our reasonable service. May we not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove that your will is good and acceptable and perfect. That's Romans 12, 1 and 2. So, so we can use the Bible which shows the character of God to, to renew the mind, to, to purify it so that we can see that which is good and true and acceptable and perfect, that which is his will and, um, and that which is not. Adoration and thanksgiving for who you are and what you have done except our praise, O Lord. We will exalt you, our God and King. We will bless your name forever and ever. Every day we will bless you and we will praise your name forever and ever. Great are you, Lord, and most worthy of praise. Your greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. And we will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wonderful works. Many shall speak of the might of your awesome works and we will proclaim your great deeds. We will express the memory of your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. You, O Lord, are gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and great in loving kindness. You are good to all, and your tender mercies are over all your works. Psalms 145, 1-9 For who you are and what you've done, accept our thanks, O Lord. Blessed are you, O Lord, for you have heard the voice of our prayers. You are our strength and our shield. Our hearts trust in you, and we are helped. Our heart greatly rejoices, and we will give thanks to you in song. Psalms 28, 6-7 Is there any better way to start your day than, than in thankfulness and praise and worship of him who gave us all that there is and was and will be? Every good thing comes from him. No one else deserves thanks but him. Examination Holy Spirit, search our heart and reveal to us any unconfessed sin you find in us. Search us, O God, and know our heart. Test us and know our anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in us and lead us in the way everlasting. Psalms 139, 23-24 And Lord, we thank you for the forgiveness you promised when you said, Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Isaiah 1, 18 so in, in these, we can, we can understand that there are things that are not right with us. 
things we do that are wrong. And when we do things that we know are wrong, we are accepting that the darkness is right and that he is wrong by our very choice, our very action, the very words we say, we choose each moment with each interaction, with each thought we think, we choose who we will serve. So, so serve him. And, and when you know you've done wrong thing, when the Holy Spirit gives you conviction that you've done wrong, then 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 repent of your offensiveness to him because because your wrongness is offensive and he wants nothing to do with it but know that when you repent you, your forgiveness is sure and steadfast because he is faithful in that and your sins that which you have done is wrong is forgotten it's washed clean by the blood of our lord jesus christ our identity in christ we rejoice, Lord Jesus, in the identity we have in you. We have been crucified with you, and it is no longer we who live, but you who live in us, and the life which we now live in the flesh. We live by faith in you, the Son of God who loved us and delivered yourself up for us. Galatians 2.20 And we have forgiveness from the penalty of sin because you died for us. But you, O oh God, demonstrate your own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5, 8. And we have freedom from the power of sin because we died with you. And you, O oh Christ, we were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands in the removal of the body of the flesh by your circumcision, having been buried with you in baptism and raised with you through faith in the working of God who raised you from the dead. Colossians 11, 2, 11 through 12. And we have fulfillment for this day because you live in us. We eagerly expect and hope that we will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage that now, as always, you, Jesus Christ, will be exalted in our body, whether by life or by death. For to us, to live in you, Jesus Christ, means everything, and to die is gain. Philippians 1, 20-21 By faith, we will allow you, O Christ, to manifest your life through us, and thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in you and through us, spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of you. 2 Corinthians 2, 14. So we were crucified. When we, when we were buried, and that burial is, is in reference to the baptism, as it said in Colossians, that the baptism is a removal of the flesh so that we can walk in the spirit. All the iniquities that you had in you, you were washed clean of them and, and given a new conscience, so to speak, so that you can walk purely. Now it is easy to transgress against that baptism by then again going into the flesh and, and doing what the flesh calls you to do. Um, and doing that over and over again, if you do that long enough without uh, and ignoring the conviction, then you'll deaden the spirit in you and he will no longer be a part of you because the spirit cannot exist in one place um, with sin and iniquity, as we'll see in this next part, the filling of the spirit. Holy Spirit, control us and fill us today. See, we were once darkness, but now we are light in you, O Lord. So may you walk as a child of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, learning what is pleasing to you. Ephesians 5.18 And as we walk in you, O Spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to you, and you, Holy Spirit, desire what is contrary to the flesh, for you oppose each other, so that we may not do the things that we wish. 
But if we are led by you, we are not under the law. And since we live in you, Spirit, may we also walk in you. It's Galatians 5.16 and Galatians 5.25. So, so as we are filled of the Spirit, seeking him and pursuing him and, and renewing our minds with the word, the Spirit comes and dwells in us more and more fully. And as the Spirit dwells in us, it abolishes the sin in us and casts it out of us. And so we no longer desire for that sin. And so it's just removed from us. It's not a process that we can do. We can't just say, no, I'm not going to do that sin anymore and then continue and, and not do that sin because we don't have that power. The only one who has that power is, is Christ who came to dwell in us and he has the power to give us freedom from that sin. But we have to give ourselves over to him and allow him to do his will in us. And in that process, in that purification process, that conse consecration process, it's just a simple um, fact of him coming in and and cleansing us from the sins that that we partook in so that he can make us clean and pure and holy a spotless bride uh, a priesthood unto him and we can we can see that happening as the fruit of the spirit grows in us so holy spirit may your fruit grow in us but your fruit O holy spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control and against such things there is no law galatians 5 19 through 23 and we want to glorify the father by bearing much fruit and so prove to be christ's disciple john 15 8 and we are to be christ's disciple and as we disciple after him and submit ourselves to him and to the spirit as he grows in us then those fruits will manifest in our lives and we don't even have to do anything except ask him for them to grow in our lives. And in the request, in the knocking of the door, then he fulfills that request as we submit ourselves to him. It's a submission process that is very important here. You can't be, you can't be a vessel unto him and he can't mold you as he wants to mold you if you haven't given yourself wholly and fully over to him. What's the purpose of our life? Oh Lord, may your purpose be fulfilled in our life today to love you completely, to love ourselves correctly, and to love others compassionately. We will seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, Matthew 6, 33. And we want to love you, O Lord, our God, with all of our heart, and with all of our soul, and with all of our mind, and we want to love our neighbor as ourself, Matthew 22, 37, and 39. Lord, the love we have from you is patient. It is kind. It does not envy. Love does not boast. It is not arrogant. It does not behave rudely, it does not seek its own. It is not easily provoked, and it keeps no record of wrongs. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7 And we will be a witness to those who do not know you, Jesus, and we will participate in your great commission. We have been called to follow you, Jesus Christ, and to be a fisher of people, Matthew 4.19. And you have called us to go and make disciples of all nations, and you are with us always, Matthew 28.19-20. And we will be your witnesses to the ends of the earth, Acts 1.8. So if you're not first pursuing his kingdom and, your righteous, and his righteousness, then your day has already gone astray. And we, we know the law that Jesus gave us, which surpassed all the laws of the Torah, that it is to love our Lord, our God, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind, and also to love our neighbor as ourself. And 
again, as as we walk in him, we can see his love manifest through us. And that love becomes a fragrance to all those around us so that they can see, hey, this this person is not like the rest of these people. And as that happens, then we can share with them who Christ is, what he did for us. And then and then as they understand and see that truth, then we can walk them down the path of discipleship, teaching them what he has taught us until eventually they are walking with him fully and he begins teaching them everything else they need to know down their pathway. You're just supposed to bring them up to speed. Circumstances of the day. We commit our day to you, O Lord. O God, we know that all things work together for good to those who love you. To those who have been called according to your purpose, those you foreknew, you also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of your Son, that you might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters, Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we will obey you today and trust you for all of our needs. We will trust in you, Lord, with all of our heart and not lean on our own understanding. In all our ways, we will acknowledge you and you will make our path straight, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. So if we're walking in him, all the things that are going on in our life that he's purposed for our life are going to work out for good according to his purpose. Now you can choose to ignore him and walk your own way and you'll suffer consequences and you'll have to deal with those consequences, but repent and turn back and he'll make your way straight again. That's that grace, that wonderful grace that even though you've chose wrongly for a period of time, you can come back and repent of your wrongdoings. He can cleanse you of those and put you back on the straight path. And he's going to care for you along the way. He, he, he fights for you when you've left him. He wants you back. And that fight is protection and spiritual warfare. So, O oh Lord, guard our heart against the temptations of the world and renew our heart and spirit. Since we've been raised up with you, O Christ, we will keep seeking the things above. Where you are at the right hand of God, we will set our mind on the things above and not on the things that are on earth. Colossians 3, 1-2 And we will be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we will let our requests be made known to you, O God, and your peace, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6-8 so whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence in anything worthy of praise, we will let our mind dwell on these things. Philippians 4, 9. So be careful what crosses your eyeballs and your ears. O oh Lord, guard our heart against the weaknesses and temptations of the flesh, that we may reckon ourselves dead to sin. Father, we know that our old self was crucified with Christ, so that we are no longer a slave to sin, for he who has died is freed from sin. We will reckon ourselves as dead to sin, but alive to you in Christ Jesus, and we will not present the parts of our body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but we will present ourselves to you, O God, as one alive from the dead, and the parts of our body as instruments of righteousness to you. That's Romans 6, 6-7, and 12-13. And, O Lord, guard our heart against the attacks of the devil and give us the strength to resist him. As we submit ourselves to you, O God, and resist the devil, he will flee from us. James 4-7 through 7. 
and we will be of sober spirit and on the alert. Our adversary, the devil, prowls about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But we will resist him firm in our faith. 1 Peter 5, 8-9 through 9. We will take up your full armor, O God, that we may be able to resist and stand firm. We put on the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. We put on our feet the preparation of the gospel of peace, and we take up the shield of faith with which we will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. We take the helmet of salvation and the sword of your spirit, which is your word, O God. With all prayer and petition, we will pray at all times in your spirit and be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Ephesians six thirteen through 18. So this is the first death, that old self being crucified with Christ. That's your flesh dying. So, so when you, when the body dies, it's not, it's like it's, the body's already dead in baptism. Like your spirit now, you are a spirit form and you're walking in spirit so that when your flesh dies, you're just continuing in like you're beginning, you're like you're joined in with a full spirit self. Because you should be walking in that full spirit self. You can't walk in that spirit self if you're still participating in sin. Because then you're then you're bound to the flesh. Then you're going back into the flesh, which you were freed from. He freed you from your fleshly ways. But if you're having issue with sin, then resist. Use your will, which God gave you and wants to use in you that you submit to Him. So now it's your will in you, and not your your will's no no cannot be as strong as His will is. So so submit your will to Him. And then submit your will to doing what is right and resisting what is wrong. And as you resist with your will, temptations and what the devil puts in front of you, then it will he will flee from you and you'll be freed from it. The the Holy Spirit, Yeshua, Christ, God, He He comes in on our behalf as we as we begin to do. Like we start the process and He finishes it for us. And and prayer is a very very strong aspect of this spiritual warfare because we are to pray and pray diligently praying continually for for ourselves for our families for our, our brothers and sisters in christ and for the lost who who do not know him or have walked away from him the coming of christ and our future with him lord jesus we eagerly await the day when you will come again your kingdom come, your will be done, Matthew 6, 10. And you have said, I'm coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, Revelations 22, 20. And we consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us, Romans 8, 18. So we will not lose heart, but though our outer self is decaying, yet our inner self is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. So while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Second Corinthians four sixteen through 18 And our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for you, our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 3.20 So, 
So don't focus on what this world has to offer you because this world has to offer you nothing compared to what he has to offer you. And he is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and of good repute. And he's excellent and everything he does is worthy of praise. So find the thing like that and give that focus. We can look to the Bible as an example of that. And we can look to those who have who have dwelled in the Bible and then and then allowed the Spirit to work through them to produce things that, that are also of good repute. And then we can we can put our focus on those things. But ultimately it is it is the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, where all our focus needs to be. Because if we focus on things here on earth, then then that's where we're going to um, to dwell at. And we don't want to dwell here because our dwelling is at home, in his home, and it's that eternal dwelling. So, Father God, guide us and, and lead us to you and, and bring us into the fullness of who we ought to be in you. Allow us to submit ourselves, to submit ourselves fully to you as we walk in you and live by you and and love you and, and love our, our neighbor. And um, and God bless you, and, and may, may you walk in him this day and trust in him this day. And, uh, and believe on his promises that he offered to us. In his name we pray. Amen.